Welcome to Inside New Mexico. I'm Derek Underhill, and this is the program where we discuss real issues, real people, and real New Mexico. This week, we're going to listen to an interview that we recorded earlier with Steve Pierce and Leslie White at Republican headquarters in Albuquerque. Leslie White is the Arizona Republican Party Executive Director, and she will serve as President Trump's State Director here in New Mexico. Well, thank you, Derek. We're visiting today with Leslie White. She is from Arizona, ultimately coming from Canada, but uh, passionate about re-electing Trump. And in fact, so much that she was selected as the Trump Coordinator for the state of New Mexico. She's our State Director to re-elect Trump. So I wanted to have a conversation with Leslie today. Leslie, uh, nice to have you here on the program. Thank you so much, Steve, and uh, we're going to win. We are winning in November. I feel it in the ground right now. Yeah. I've been in the ground for six weeks. I feel the momentum. We are going to take back this state on November 3rd, 2020, big time. I absolutely agree with that. Now, you come in here directly from Arizona. I find it a little bit strange that you're saying so many positive things about the feeling on the ground here. When you were just out there, tell me a little bit about the contrast between there and here. I truly believe the people here are putting God and country first. Mm -hmm. God and country. And the number of Hispanics and Catholics and the faith-based people that I've interacted with. And one of the things that this state legislature has done is it is one of the worst states when it comes to abortion. The left has gone too left, too left, and people are fired up. And they know their vote can make a difference. When President Trump was here at the Rio Rancho rally, people got enthused, and they're still enthused, and the momentum is just beginning. The Trump campaign is committed. We are going to have a fully staffed group by mid, I'm going to say, March of next year, and we're rolling. We're going to have Trump supporters in every city and every town, and we're going to make it happen. Not just for Trump, but we're going to make it for the down tickets as well, Chairman Pierce. So when you talk about having fully staffed, uh, what does that mean to us out here? How many people are we going to see? What kind of resources are going to be available to us? And, and I agree with you. When I talk to groups that typically identify as Democrats, they are strongly on our side because their team overreached so badly in the last legislative session and it shocked them how far to the left that their team is. They, they weren't aware of that. Uh, we helped make them a little bit aware, but I will just tell you, we had people showing up at rallies at the, at the Roundhouse in the hundreds and the thousands saying, quit doing these things. Don't take our guns away. Don't keep aborting babies in the last trimester. There are people, strong Democrats, who say, you know, I just wasn't aware that we were doing things like that in New Mexico. It still is very pervasive that, that many people don't know. That's our job as Republicans, our mm -hmm. job in the Right to Life community. But tell me a little bit about how much resources and how many people we're going to have. Okay, so right now we are going to have myself. I am the state director. We have a deputy state director. We have six regional field directors. And below them, we're going to have field organizers in very key parts of the state. So your field organizer, what could we expect to see? Let's say I'm over in Santa Rosa, which is uh, just out to sort of midway between Albuquerque and Texas. Mm -hmm. So in Santa Rosa, what would somebody see out there from a field organizer? Okay, there's three things that our staff's going to do. The first one is do voter registration. Okay. Because at the ballot box, it's really a math, it's a mm -hmm. math game. We need to register people to vote. 
The second thing we have to do is educate people about promises made, promises kept. Mm -hmm. If you look at what happened to the stock market, it's over 28,000. Wow. Yeah. It is amazing. He said he was going to come in and make a difference in regards to the economy, bring businesses back, take away regulations, and he has done it. He has kept his promises. So we're going to educate people in as many towns and cities about the true facts, stay away from the false narratives that are out there and the third thing we're going to do is get out the vote now everybody has to play a part here we're going to put together neighborhood team leaders neighborhood team leaders are going to be responsible to get out the vote so when it's all said and done here paid staff will have about 38 people 38 people to get out a million votes we can't do it but we can do it because we're all in this together and there's a lot of citizens in this state that want to change this state red and support Donald J Trump Okay, we're visiting with Leslie White, the state director for the Trump campaign. Now, one of the things that came up last week, I was meeting with Hispanics, Democrat Hispanics, who want to believe that Trump can win. They want to believe that Hispanic votes are going to be key, but they also don't know exactly what they can do. And I said, the most important thing you can do is talk to your family. As soon as I said that, the first comment was, yeah, my, my brother, he lives up in, uh, in, in Santa Fe, and the whole family is registered Democrats, registered Democrat Hispanics from the old part of New Mexico, Santa Fe. And she said her brother called her earlier this year and said, look, he said, I didn't think you were telling me the truth when you said Trump was going to lower taxes. But he said, I'm looking at my check. I'm getting $200 a month more. Now, the $200 a month, Nancy Pelosi is worth millions. She described those as, as crumbs. But in the words of her brother, he says... Nina said, this is the difference between me paying the rent and not. He said, that's big. So those crumbs that were so dismissive to the elected Democrats in Congress out here on the streets, they're very, very, very big. That's one reason that Trump is doing well. But also Hispanics are seeing their pay go up. The pay for the lower third of Americans is skyrocketing right now. That's the biggest change uh, percentage-wise in any income group in the country. And so minority groups are seeing their pay go up, their taxes go down. And so I said, these are the stories that you got to tell to the rest of your family and then have your family talk to the next door neighbors. And that's what you're talking about. Yeah, we'll have an organization, field organizers, 38 people. 38 people are not going to do it. But if you out there listening, if you all will commit to talk to just your neighbors, you know the people that you can talk to, the ones that you can't talk to, that's okay. Just talk to the ones that are really asking questions. What's this guy and Trump about? Many Hispanics really didn't like him in 2016 and didn't vote for him in the first election. Even in 2018, a lot of Hispanics were still unsure. But as soon as that election got over, then people seemed to kind of have the freedom to ask, well, we got to figure out what this guy's about. He talks really tough. He's from New York. He's, uh, he's a brusque. But then they start looking at the paycheck. And so a lot of New Mexicans, I think, are going to look at the paycheck and at their tax returns to decide to vote. But I tell you, the president has been such a staunch defender of religious freedom. All across the North, you have Hispanics that are religious. The Catholic Church is huge in New Mexico. And they've got to know that one candidate is going to support religious freedom. The Democrats, no matter who they elect, you heard Beto O'Rourke saying, if the church doesn't teach what we want, we're going to tax them. We're going to have to pay more taxes or we'll take away their tax-exempt status. What kind of a threat is that in America that you get that? It was also O'Rourke who says we're going to take away their guns. 
people across the country know that and they're not going to vote for those candidates. So that's what I'm seeing. Our interview with Steve Pierce and Leslie White from the Republican Party headquarters in Albuquerque, New Mexico, will continue in a moment on Inside New Mexico. National Guard and Reserve members are true leaders, both in the military and in the workplace. They are highly skilled and get the job done every day. Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, ESGR, can help you recruit top-notch service members to your workforce. Hiring Guard and Reserve members is good for your business and good for your community. Visit esgr.mil employers to learn more. Welcome back to Inside New Mexico. We return now to our interview with Steve Pierce and Leslie White. Tell me a little bit more about your background. You were born in Canada? I was born in Canada. My mom and dad moved to America for one reason alone. That was to live the American dream. So I grew up in the Boston area. So you talk about politics gone wrong. Mm -hmm. And I decided that was not the, the land of uh, milk and honey. And so when I got out of college, I had an opportunity to go down to Florida. And it was a part of an organization that built a greenfield uh, operation from the beginning to the end. And it was amazing. I lived in Tennessee. I've lived in Colorado. I can see what happens when people do not vote. Colorado has gone the wrong way because people sat home. And look what we have now in Colorado. We have legalized marijuana mm -hmm. that I think has destroyed that state. Yes. It is a very progressive state, a very high tax state. Arizona, what has happened is a lot of people have moved from California into Arizona and they bring their policies with them. In this state, people are sick and tired and sick and tired, Steve. This is a great time to be in this state. We're going to take it home. So your folks came to this country because they wanted to live the American dream. What happened? Canada has got the same profile. It's the, you know just barely north of us. They've got oil and gas. They've got good resources. A tremendous potential, a very educated workforce. Why could they not find the Canadian dream that would just look exactly like the American dream? America's special. Tell me why. You come from outside. The rest of we, us, we're here. Here's the deal. You can come to America from any country, and if you work hard and you work really hard, you can get that American dream. You can get that house. You can get that education. You can get whatever you want. I was in Jordan two years ago about nine days and I was so grateful when I landed back in London I kissed the ground because they don't have the freedoms that we have yeah. they don't have the freedoms that we have the overregulation that is happening in Canada is amazing I have my cousin um, owns a large family farm and just this overregulation that they have and the, the amount of taxes that they have and I was passing a hospital and my cousin you know nubbed me we were in the car and said you know, that's, that's run by the government. That hospital's run for the government. And we all know when government runs things, it's not going to go well. Yeah. If you have big government, little you. We want to have big you, little government. Yeah, and, and that idea that the government can run things better. I hear people say that a lot, and I say, well, let them start with the motor vehicle department first. Let them just get our licenses out on time and then when they get the motor vehicle department running better maybe they could work on the post office if the government can't run the post office how in the world are they going to run a medical center a hospital someplace you go to get treated for cancer 
I've talked to people who've been in the socialized medicine countries. They want to come here and get access to our health care. Meanwhile, our Democrat friends on the other side of the aisle are voting to make our health care like theirs. I'm with you. I'm, I'm in America for the American dream. I want New Mexico to turn red in order that New Mexicans have access to the American dream. Many times we're so overregulated in this state that they've killed so many of the ways that we used to make a living here. And so the reason I'm working so hard for Mr. Trump is a selfish one. I want New Mexico to get better. I want to make New Mexico great. Amen. We're all in it together. We all play a part. Make sure you vote. Make sure you talk to your friends and your family and your neighbors and speak truth. Look at your pocketbook before you go into the ballot box. And look at your value system. Don't vote your party over your faith. And I would say this for either party, that either party that begins to compromise your values, vote them out. It's when people are complacent when they get elected, no matter what they say and they do, Democrat or Republican, that they get voted out. This president is so popular because you said it up front, promises made, promises kept. The one statement I hear most when I'm talking to people who are not your traditional Republican voters is that one comment. He's making promises and he's keeping them. They say we don't necessarily agree with him on everything, but he keeps his word and he works on the things he said. He's an amazing man to work for because of his word that he made. He said he was going to make America great. He has. And let's keep America great. One of the things that I admire the most about our president is he's working 24-7, 365 for us. He's working so hard. Let's work hard for him, get him reelected, and he does not get paid a dime. I love that about him, that he donates his payback. When you talk about him working 24-7, I know a lot of people say they do that. I know Mick Wilvaney personally. He's his chief of staff. He used to sit next to me on the Financial Services Committee. And so I was talking to Mick after he took the job as OMB director and before he became uh, the acting chief of staff, but he's both. Mick works very hard. And I said, so is this true about Trump? And he said, it is phenomenal how much that guy works. He said he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, doesn't do drugs. And in his 70s, he's still alert, he's still cognizant, and he works like a fiend. He gets up early, early in the morning. Mick says usually around 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. And then he'll work to midnight. I had a friend of mine who knew that he was overseas for a G20 meeting. She was herself coming in from a meeting, and a friend of hers said, hey, you've got to come out and meet him. She was trying to get a federal appointment. So she knew that he had flown all night long to get back into the U.S. She goes out to the country club where he's supposed to come in and start playing golf around 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, and then he'll finish about 1 or 2. She's just going to be there and hope to meet him. She said he is off the golf course finished with 18 holes at 9 o'clock, and they came in there and were sitting around when she walked in. He motions her over to the table. She goes over. She gets her appointment that next day because he was sitting with the senators who were blocking her appointment, mm -hmm. and he asked her, what's it going to take to get you uh, nominated? She said, I would ask the guy sitting next to you. The president looks over. I don't know exactly what was said or done, but, but that's how hard this guy works, and I've had it affirmed over and over again. Our interview with Steve Pierce and Leslie White from Republican Party headquarters in Albuquerque, New Mexico, will continue in a moment on Inside New Mexico.
Attention, New Mexico veterans. If you were honorably discharged from the U.S. Armed Forces, you've earned state and federal benefits, and the New Mexico Department of Veteran Services is standing by to assist you. State benefits include a veteran's property tax exemption, education and training, and transportation services. We can also assist with claims for federal VA benefits. The state of New Mexico and this radio station thank you for your service. More information at nmveterans.org or 1-866-433-8387. Welcome back to Inside New Mexico. We are listening to an interview we did last week at Republican headquarters in Albuquerque with chairman of the Republican Party, Steve Pierce, and Leslie White, who is head of the Trump campaign's New Mexico re-election team. For our listeners that are hearing this and want to get involved, maybe they want to work for you. you know, maybe you have 38 people, maybe they want to be number 39. How would they do that? Great. So my email address is lwhite at gop.com give me an email there is room for everybody everybody can play a part big or small we're all in this together let's get everybody engaged we'll give them meaningful work to make sure that donald j trump is reelected. now let me say something here because the worst thing for volunteers is that you come in a volunteer and then there's nothing for them to do and they sit around and they do meaningless things. You're telling me that when volunteers come in, you're going to put them on the front lines. Absolutely. So I've ha- I can give you three examples of three people said, I want to come in, I want meaningful work. One person came in and said, Leslie, voter registration. I know I can make a difference. She's a mortgage lender. She closes on loans. You know what she's starting to do? She and a couple of her buddies, before they closed a loan, she's asking these people, are you registered to vote? Oh, by the way, I have a form. You can fill it out. You can register to vote. And by the way, you just changed an address. Let's make sure that you have another registration for your current location. That's meaningful work. She's making a difference. There's another person that's, he's a doctor. He's a pathologist. He's been tweeting since 2008. He came and talked to me. He said, Leslie, I want to make a big difference. I think I can help you with social media. I said, wonderful. I need you. He's going to put on a Twitter class. We're going to have one in Albuquerque. He can take it throughout the state. Another lady came in yesterday. She's a chemist. She says, I have a mind. I want to think. I want to do. I just don't want to make phone calls and knock on doors. What can I do? And I said, listen, we're putting together a neighborhood program here. We're going to start in Bernalillo County because this is key and critical. This is like ground zero here. We're going to put together a list of every single neighborhood in Bernalillo County. And she's going to help me with that. And we're going to use that spreadsheet to identify who is going to be the neighborhood team leader. Name, contact, information, and stay in touch with them. There's meaningful work to get done. And I want to put people, use their skills the best way possible. They want to make a difference. Steve, I'm going to tell you, I hit the ground the first week in October, and I am thrilled with the excitement that I see. It's not the same excitement that I came from from Arizona. This is renewed. They know they can make a difference. This is the big kahuna, as I call it. Donald J. Trump is committed to this state. Resources are coming. The Calvary's here. But you know what? Everybody has to play a part. Everybody. And so again, I just want our listeners to understand that meaningful work exists. You don't just have to get stuck on a call bank. There's nothing wrong with that. I personally do that pretty well some of the things I wouldn't do as well. But it's good to hear that you're focusing on what people's background is, what their training is, what their natural skill set is, and matching those up. 
too often I hear of campaigns that do not do that and they just kind of put people into slots. So this personal attention, I think, to every single individual is going to make a big difference in this volunteer effort. People who get good things to do, meaningful things to do, they want them to be substantial. They want to see the product of their labor. I think that, uh, that we're going to put together a team here of volunteers that will be second to none that we've ever seen in New Mexico. And that's the reason that New Mexico is going to turn red. There's another important point to make, though. We're going to build an infrastructure, not just for 2020, but 2022, yes. 2024, 2026. People are hungry to make a difference and to get engaged. So please email me at lwhite at gop.com. I would love to speak with you. I'd like to get connected. Let's match your skill set to what we need to make happen here in New Mexico. And remember, we're all in this together. Look in the mirror. <laughs> Look in the mirror. November 3rd, you want to say, I made a difference. I brought 10 people to the poll. I convinced 25 people to make a vote. I converted 50 people that, you know what, they're sitting in my church pew and I finally said, listen, that other candidate is all about abortion and you're sitting in church with me. You're sitting at my church and my church says abortion is bad, but yet you might vote for that candidate. We have to have tough conversations, real conversations. Real conversations with real people. Yes. I think the entire nation is hungry for that. Mm -hmm. I think they're tired of the political theater. I think they're tired of, uh, well, just look at the impeachment. The witnesses that they're calling have been carefully screened, carefully selected in order to say the right things. People know that this president did not do anything wrong on Ukraine. In fact, the wrongdoing occurred under President Obama. If you listened to one of the diplomats on day one, he said, my whole belief is that Ukraine has been a long-term partner, and through my entire career, we've defended Ukraine. I wanted to ask him if I'd been there at that hearing, I would have asked as a member of Congress, sir, they were struggling for help during Mr. Obama's term, and the president of Ukraine came and spoke to a joint session of Congress, and he said in front of all of us, how can you just give us flash blindness goggles and blankets? We are desperate for armaments. He said we're fighting the Russians. And Obama, Biden, and none of these career diplomats who say that Ukraine is their highest priority raised their voices to change it. This president has given them the armaments to defend themselves and to become an independent, strong country. Steve, I think it was you that pointed out after the inauguration, 19 minutes after the inauguration, the Washington Washington Post talked about impeachment. Right then on day one. Absolutely. And they had four or five major efforts to impeach. Remember the first one was because he wasn't mentally stable. They needed to get him out because he wasn't mentally stable. Well, that began to pale as he talked to the American people on his Twitter account. And so the next reason that they were going to get rid of him was that he just talked too rough. He wasn't very presidential. It took several months for them to dream up the whole Russia hoax. And that turned out to be a hoax that was exposed in dramatic detail when Mr. Mueller went in 
into the committee to testify and didn't know the first thing about his report. It fell apart on that day. And so on a dime, they turned and remember, they were going to impeach him because he was racist. Remember, right after the Mueller thing fell apart, it was racist. And then he's collapsing our economy. Can you imagine with a 28,000 point stock market and they were, they were so facetious in their claims that he's collapsing our market that that didn't go anywhere. And then they went to the Ukraine. Now that's when Biden's son, with no experience in oil and gas, with no experience in Ukraine, couldn't speak the language, was given a position where he made more than directors. He was a director on a small natural gas company, and he made more than board of director members on Exxon. And he said himself, it's because of my father's name. You didn't have any extensive knowledge about natural gas or Ukraine itself, though. Uh, no, but I think that I had as much knowledge as anybody else that was on the board. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. And his father also saw that we gave $3 billion of U.S. money into that system where Mr. Biden's son was working with that company. So understand that there was wrongdoing. It just didn't occur with President Trump. It was the previous president who assigned Biden to be the top Ukrainian expert in the U.S. government. And so these impeachment things, people understand that this is merely political theater. They're ready for the Congress to get busy with the work of the people, to get busy to build our economy, to defend us against Iran, to defend us against China, to defend us against North Korea, to rework the trade agreements with Mexico, Canada, and our trading partners in Europe, to make sure that we have fair trade going on with China, not just free trade, but fair trade. We've never had either one with China. This president is holding China's feet to the fire. I think of all the things he's doing economically, that one will have the longest long-term benefit for us in this country. The working class people are going to benefit more by what he's doing with China trade relations than anything else he's doing. That's just my opinion. But uh, again, we're talking to Leslie White. She's the New Mexico director for the Trump campaign. Call your radio station. Tell them thanks. They run these programs free of charge. And if you want to be involved with the Republican Party of New Mexico, New Mexico GOP, just take a look at our webpage. It is at New Mexico GOP if you want to join us with social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then we've got the podcasts that are available. Just get one of the apps, search for Inside New Mexico with Steve Pierce. You'll get a notification every time we have a new program. This is one of my favorites, Leslie. Thank you for being here with us on the program today. It's an honor. Thank you very much. This has been Inside New Mexico with the chairman of our Republican Party of New Mexico, Steve Pierce. I'm Derek Underhill. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you right here again next week.